0: All right, welcome to the show. All right, I'm going to give a quick plug to a, a great show out there. If you haven't checked this out, it's been on forever. I think it's still going on. I know reruns and stuff are going on. Uh, Marcus Lemonis, The Prophet. If you love business and you love leadership, uh, it is awesome. Check it out. He goes in, kind of fixes businesses, and you know, it's really uh, direct and abrupt, but he's good. He's really good. But um, it is, uh, it's always funny to hear his description of a business. It's, um, you know, he'll go into a bakery and he'll size it up and say, They knew how to make cookies, but they forgot how to make money. Everything goes up and then the tone comes down. Today on Tomorrow's Leader... We're gonna learn the winners of the riddles. And then I'm gonna go into some leadership insights. This is how I'm gonna th- Okay, never mind. <laughs> Okie okay, dokie. So uh, let's get started. First of all, I do I do have riddles. I have more riddles to give you, but I have winners that I want to announce. I'm really excited about this. I know you've been waiting patiently, you've been texting me, emailing me, calling me, whatever. Uh, with all of your answers, most of which have been wrong, 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 wrong. But a few special people out there have gotten them right. And um, I lost my sheet here that told me who they are. What's the deal with my sheet? Okay, well, that's interesting. I literally just had it here. But anyways, I know. I've memorized it. I know who it is. Okay, so the first question The first riddle that I had put out there, this was a few episodes back. So I'm going to give you the answers to three of them. Now, one of them was not guessed, which there it is. Uh, One of them was not guessed. And um, I debated about giving you more time for that. But I think all of you have exhausted all of your chances. Nobody has gotten it right. Uh, So let me start off with the correct one. So one of the uh, uh, riddles was... You turn me on my side and I am everything. You cut me in half. I am nothing. Okay, again, I'll say it. You turn me on my side. I am everything. You cut me in half. I am nothing. I had many, many, many guesses for this. The first correct answer was, first of all, the answer was the number eight. Turn it on my side. It's the infinity symbol. If I cut it in half, it's zero. That was given by... Drum roll, Brian Sequist, an advisor at Lincoln Investments. Good guy. Great guy. Uh, and uh, he is a uh, smart guy. Smart guy. Very smart guy. So uh, Brian gets uh, some notoriety, some recognition on this worldwide show and a signed copy of Tomorrow's Leader that will be on route to him shortly. So great job, Brian. Okay. Second riddle was. A forty-two-year-old butcher uh, stands six foot four and has size twelve shoes. What does he weigh? Okay, got a lot of answers on this one too. And the correct answer was meat. Yes, forty-two-year-old butcher weighs meat. That's what he does for a living. He weighs meat. Trick question. Uh, that was given by correct answer by Patricia Phillips. Congratulations, Patricia. Uh, we, I don't know you, but you are a listener. So congrats. Uh, and I will be sending you a copy of my book. Congratulations. You are now worldwide famous. And, um, I am, uh, glad to be sending you a signed copy of tomorrow's leader. Uh, Congratulations. Okay, the third one, which was not guessed correctly, was what English word, I'll tell you what, I'm not even going to tell you. I'm just going to remind you of it, and then I'll give you one more episode or a couple more episodes to guess it. Uh, What English word has three consecutive double letters in it? I believe there's only one word, okay? So uh, that is it. Uh, But I'm going to give you today's um, riddle, okay? Today's riddle, pay attention here. And this again, anybody who guesses it, Uh, We'll get some uh, notoriety and mention on the show. Uh, How can the number four be half of five? I'll say it again. How can the number four be half of five? All right. Get those wheels turning. Mathematicians out there, put pen to paper, do whatever, calculator, whatever you need to do. Uh, Just don't cheat. And uh, first person to give me your answer, I will uh, let the world know. Okay. Uh, all right. So here was the deal. I was, uh, this was last, I'm going to say a couple of weeks ago. I was sitting outside. Uh, I've got a great backyard area. I love sitting out there, just chilling out, watching movies. I got a big TV out there. It's just super comfortable. Great weather. Love it. That's North Carolina for you. So I take advantage of that. I'm sitting outside back one night, not long ago, a couple of weeks ago, with my son Nick, and my phone is ringing some 800 number, whatever. Ignore it. It's a sales call. It goes to voicemail. Right away, they call back again. I ignore it again. It goes right to voicemail. Right away, it calls back again, and it goes to voicemail. Leaves a message, and I'm like, "What the hell?" So I, I just I listen to the voicemail, and the voicemail is uh, an automated voicemail, uh, um, a recorded message saying from Venmo, and it says. um, The uh, the message is um, we have detected. I'm actually going to pull it up because I have I have the message written out. It says we've detected you've sent five hundred and fifty dollars to John Kramer and we believe it is a fraudulent transfer. If this was not you, please, please press one. Uh, This is an automated fraud alert from Venmo. Uh, If this was not you, press one. So I'm listening to this and I'm like, okay. first of all. My radar is up majorly for any kind of um, scams. Uh, you know, I've tons of scams I've seen. I've been part of. Uh, I've, you know, in financial services we are just targets, beyond targets for for scams. I'm always on the alert for these things. So anytime I get any kind of email, anytime it's from somebody I don't know, anytime I get a phone call, 99.9% of the time I'm assuming this is a scam as I am with this. Now, I know there's lots of uh, PayPal and Venmo scams and uh, Amazon, all kinds of stuff. So I'm, I'm thinking, OK, this is a scam. So I just look at the number and I'm like, OK, well, let me let me look up separately uh, or let me call the number back. I call the number back and it goes. It, it's uh, Venmo. Okay, It sounds like a very authentic Venmo voicemail. Um and I, I, I'm, you know, I'm still not sold. So I, I go to uh, Google, I search up Venmo's customer service line, and this 800 number comes up, the same exact 800 number. So I'm thinking, okay, I guess this is legit. Um, obviously, it is Venmo's number. So uh, right then, the phone rings again. It's the same number. This time I decide to answer I said, okay, Nick, hold on one second. I got to deal with this. So I answer the phone. It's the same automated message. And it says, uh, uh, this is an automated fraud alert from Venmo. You recently sent a payment for $550 to John Kramer. We believe it's fraudulent. If this was not you, press one. Now, it was not me. I did not send $550 to John Kramer. Uh, so I'm thinking, well, damn, no. Yeah, sure. It's not me. I press one. It then says, okay, to confirm your identity, we have just sent you a text uh, with a five-digit code. Please punch this code in. Now, I'm immediately thinking, okay, well, what am I giving them? I'm not giving them anything other than this five-digit code. Now, okay, let me back up. I think I'm a pretty smart guy, okay? And I, I'm I, again, my radar is up for this kind of stuff. And I'm just thinking, okay, well, I'm not giving them any confidential information. They sent me a code. Okay. You know, they're asking me to plug this in to confirm my identity. So I plug in the code. I plug in the five digit code. Their response is, okay, great. We've blocked the charge. Thank you for your cooperation. We'll be in touch with further details. That's it. End of the phone call. I'm still thinking, okay, what did I do? I think I even said to Nick, "Eh, I I still, I didn't give him any confidential information, okay? I didn't give him anything. I just gave him this number that they texted me. They texted me and I gave them that number. So about five minutes passes by. Earlier in the day, I had Venmoed, a buddy of mine, some money. And he texts me with a screenshot of a text. This is five or ten minutes after this phone call happens. And he says, uh, dude, what's this? And the screenshot of the text basically is from me, from my Venmo, with my picture. And it's through Venmo chat feature or whatnot. And it says, hey now his name is Dave. And it says, hey David. Okay. First clue that that's not me says hey david i um uh, mistakenly sent you too much money a second payment please send that back to me it was a mistake apologies john and he's like what the heck is this i'm like dude that wasn't me are you kidding me my account has gotten hacked <laughs> and immediately i'm i'm starting to realize okay i'm a nugget head and uh i i fell for a very elaborate i will say scam and i'll tell you exactly what happened Um so it turns out uh Dave sends me a few moments later, uh, because it hadn't my text, I guess reached him, that supposed text before the actual payment, but then follows a nine hundred dollar payment. I'd sent him previously, I don't know what it was, hundred bucks or something like that. Sends him a nine hundred dollar payment out of my account. Okay, and I I guess what had happened at this point, I realized, okay, so Venmo, basically somebody had hijacked or somehow gotten the Venmo number and was able to uh, use that number to I don't even, you know, assume that number as their identity and call from that number, which made this a very elaborate prank. Now, what they had done is, or prank, scam, what they had done is asked for that authentication code because they, in the other side of this phone call, were then changing my password and now accessing my account. And that's exactly what they had done. They had hacked into my account. That five-digit code basically was what you needed, two-factor identification, to reset your password. Now they had access, they had full control. My guess is they changed the bank information and then they were sending, uh, trying to get that money sent back from Dave, the 900 that came out of my account, to Dave, go from Dave to their uh, you know, dirtbag account. So uh, in any event, uh, they went through a lot of effort to do this and I fell for it. So I called Venmo, finally got it figured out. Long, long short end to this long story. I got it fixed, Venmo backed me up, realized I called the real Venmo, realized yes this is an elaborate ham i, I uh, scam i had actually googled it right afterwards and they said oh yeah here's a typical scam and that was it so i fell for something that was very typical but i gotta say very elaborate again i think i'm a smart guy and i fell for this stupid thing maybe they caught me at a weak moment whatever i was you know late at night watching a movie uh but i still thought about it and still fell for it okay what does this have to do with leadership one it's i don't know just want to share the story with you but there is leadership lessons in this. Here's a couple of things that's really interesting. They got me to do something that I wouldn't normally have done. And I think, you know, when you think about leadership, leadership is is influencing people to do things they not wouldn't have otherwise done, but good things. Help them do things they wouldn't have done in a good way, not in a bad way. But bottom line, the principles of leadership still exist. You know, I've talked about four questions that any follower is going to ask to determine if they're going to follow a leader, and those four questions are: Does this person care about me? Well, okay. So Venmo reached out to me. I'm thinking, okay. Well, that's kind of good that they're protecting me. They're protecting them too, themselves too. But they're protecting me. The fraud alerts, alert system is aimed at protecting me. Okay, I can that can kind of be a yes for that question. Secondly, is uh, do I trust this person? Okay, you know, I, I was skeptical, but they authenticated themselves I mean I, I checked the number it was legit it sounded legit it looked legit I I went through kind of the that extra cross-referencing to determine yeah this is Venmo's number so they had my credibility they had my trust and then the questions that you're always asking a leader is do I want to follow this person to where they're trying to take me well in this case you know for a leader that's the vision that's the vision of the organization in this case they wanted to take me to hey, protect me, right? They don't want me to lose money. Of course, I want to follow them to do that. And then the last thing is, uh, do I think they can take me there? Do I think this leader is the one who can actually get me to where they're talking about getting me to go or where I want to go? And in this case, yeah, Venmo, of course, are the ones that are going to block this transaction, of course. So it's just interesting, you know, those four questions that you ask yourself, always about a leader still, you know, existed in the background of this decision here. I wasn't necessarily walking through those four questions in my mind, but they still applied. And it just shows you how powerful that is. As a leader, you can do so much good, not scam people, but you can do so much good and influence people in such a huge way when people know that you care, they trust you, they want to follow you to where you're going, and they know you can take them there. That's it those four questions that's it that's the name of the game unfortunately good or bad you have massive influence when you answer those four questions yes for better or for worse but those four questions are key uh, and they honed in on what is a base need for most people and that's to protect what you have people don't want to lose what they have they're, they're much more pain involved in losing something that you have versus not getting something that you would have that you could have gotten. Uh, there's a lot of pain for most people, and this was it was aimed right at that, right at that core, like hit that nerve. You're about to lose money. We're going to protect you. Whew, you know that's hitting the hot button right there. So, uh, in any event, so many scams out there. I was on the phone I, or on a uh, uh, podcast uh, with a CEO of a cybersecurity firm, and he said something to me that was fascinating. He said most firms it takes the average security breach. 280 days before it is detected on average small firm large firm individual it doesn't matter 280 days it's almost a year think about that i i told them i was floored by that i said i would have guessed like a week you know maybe at the most uh maybe a few days not 280 days the bottom line is this shit is happening Take measures to protect yourself. Keep your radar up. And hopefully, somebody listens to this scam that I got scammed. And you say, All right, and maybe that call is going to come to you. And you listen to this podcast. You say, Wow, all right, John Laredo, tomorrow's leader. Hey, you saved me. Thanks. Whatever. I'd love that. Terrific. Let's crack down on those scam artists. All right. Anyways, quick episode, kind of quick episode. Uh, let me know your thoughts. Let me know your thoughts and ideas for future episodes, future guests, all that kind of good stuff. And let me know if you know the answer to the riddle. Okay. we got two of them out there unanswered. So let me know what your thoughts are until next time. Like, share, subscribe, all that kind of good, good stuff and go down below, give a five-star review. And we'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader. For suggestions or inquiries about having me at your next event or personal coaching, reach me at john at loritogroup.com. Once again, that's J-O-H-N at L-A-U-R-I-T-O-G-R-O-U-P.com. Thanks. Lead on.